the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now let's head into the Rich Jekyll Score Studio with Christopher Hart and Lucy Polito. Hello and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business and put it into practice. And speaking of putting things into practice, we got her back by popular demand, the award-winning SCORE volunteer just back from Columbia, Lucy Polito. How you doing, Lucy? I am doing well. Uh, I would be better if my computer was working like it's supposed to, but for now, I'll be Happy to listen to both of you gentlemen. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to include you in the conversation nonetheless. Uh, it's too bad it's not like the old days where you just go over there and kick it one time, and then all of a sudden it starts working right again. All right. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but, of course, this show is all about SCORE and everything that it has to offer for entrepreneurs here in Central Florida, but, of course, all across the country, too, because it is, after all, a nationwide nonprofit organization. But they've been actively helping out businesses here in Central Florida for a lot of years, and they got a lot of years left in them, ladies and gentlemen, and all you have to do is ask for the help. Of course, they're located in the National Entrepreneur Center on the west side of the Fashion Square Mall, just off McGuire there. And, of course, you can walk in just to say hello if you like. But the best thing to do if you want to meet with someone face-to-face is call ahead and make an appointment. And you can reach actually a person if you call between the hours of 10 and 4, between Monday and Thursday, and 10 to 1 on Friday. And if you call after hours or for some reason they're helping someone and you have to leave a message, they will call you back at the very earliest uh, opportunity. So 407-420-4844 to set up an appointment at SCORE. Or perhaps you just have a question that uh, they can direct you to someone who can answer it for you over the phone. Or perhaps it can be done via Zoom, whatever is most convenient and most comfortable for you. And if you'd like to go to the website, orlando.score.org, you'll find out a lot more about what SCORE has to offer you, uh, including the archive of this radio show, but also a lot of other great stuff that will help you in your business endeavor, like documents that you can download and use for yourself and uh, videos of great educational programs that they offer, by the way, which they offer all the time, including their bi-monthly Coffee with the Leader presentation. And then, of course, their workshops where they have the uh, five basic workshops on starting a business and setting it up properly. And then, of course, they also have webinars all the time going on. And you can either participate in these things live or some of them are archived, not everything. But you can find out what is and you can sign up and take advantage of it all at Orlando.score.org. And if you would, also please sign up for the excellent newsletter there. That way you'll get alerts as to the webinars that are coming up and all of the other features that SCORE has has got to offer. So all of that 
right here in Central Florida, orlando.score.org, 407-420-4844. And as I said, it is a nationwide organization, so you can go to score.org or refer friends and family across the country to score.org to see if they can find the, well, to let them find the locust local score office to them. And so all of that at score.org. And of course, there's a lot more there in the way of documentation that can be used in your business and uh, also educational programming. So please do take care of it all. And it's still at the bargain basement inflation and deflation proof price of Lucy. Can you give us that price? You know, I haven't used this word for a couple of weeks, <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm maybe dangerous, but I'm going to say it, and it is free. That's right, folks. Absolutely zero charge to you. Thanks to grants and great sponsors, and all you have to do is ask for the help. So please do take advantage of it, and don't forget uh, to spread the word as well. And as we uh, had with the new president of the National Entrepreneur Center the other week with us, you know that there's a lot of other great organizations over there who are literally neighbors of SCORE at the Entrepreneurial Center. Okay, so anyway, that brings us to our guest today. As I said, SCORE is all about educating you to how you can help, how you can better succeed in life. And uh, this man is a credit education expert and specialist his name is Timothy Sanders. So, Timothy, I'd like to welcome you to What's the Score? How are you doing today? Doing fantastic, and thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, anytime. But uh, the way we like to do it around here is find out a little bit about the individual themselves, kind of a resume kind of thing, before we get to actually uh, the meat of the bone here. And uh, so if you tell us a little bit about yourself, Timothy, uh, you, where you're from and how you got to be where you are. Yeah, well, um, I'm actually I'm a native Floridian. I grew up down in a little town called Gifford, Florida, which is actually Vero Beach, a little suburb of, of Vero Beach, Florida. And um, I moved up to Orlando right after high school, actually back in 1985 to attend uh, UCF here and um, went on to get my degree in legal studies at UCF and uh, after that, I started working in, uh, did a little bit of work um, in insurance claims and then went on to work for a couple of Fortune 500 companies in supply chain and logistics and um, and then a um, project manager for some years. Um, back in 2008, I uh, suffered a financial uh, some financial situations, financial losses, found myself in bankruptcies, uh, chapter seven bankruptcy, ended up having to walk away from the house, um, very kind of strapped financially. Uh, then my credit was uh, jacked up, as they say. So I had to kind of pull myself out of it. And while um, on the way to doing that, a, a funny thing happened, I actually got very curious about, uh, I got with an attorney friend of mine and we were working on some things in my credit and was, you know, able to successfully get some things removed. And then I got very curious about um, credit, personal credit, which we actually didn't know about it. Um, started doing a lot of research, started going to conventions, meeting uh, folks that um, work for different um, credit bureaus, 
uh, met some people that work for FICO, learned as much as I possibly can. I started implementing some of the things that I put in practice, some of the things where my research took me, I was able to uh, help some other family and friends, uh, coworkers, uh, build their credit up. And then I decided that I wanted to um, go in the credit repair business. I put out a um, like an ad and a coupon book in one of the, one of the convenience stores. I decided if I could get one random person to trust me with their uh, personal information and their credit, that I um, that was the confirmation I would need. A few weeks later, I got a call while I was at work. Um, someone found my my ad, and I helped them out after work. I went and helped them out. They signed up for my services, and it's been about three thousand clients later, and I'm still here. Oh wow! About how I got into business. Are you are you still getting most most of your clients via word of mouth? Um, actually, I get most of my clients now um, either through Google searches or r- referrals through um, home buying professionals, mortgage lenders, real estate um, professionals, um, community bankers. Okay. People in that, Pe- that industry. Right. People who are trying to help people who have some credit issues and they're trying to help them get, exactly. get loans or whatever. Um, you know, were you, well, of course, you weren't alone back in those days, um, you know, losing your house and going through those, that turmoil. Uh, a lot of, you know, right. you're in a big boat with a lot of other people. Um, but, you know, that's how, you know, a lot of businesses sometimes do start is because of economic distress. Am I right, Lucy? That is correct, because obviously, you know, credit is uh, probably, uh, other than cash, it is the best thing to have and, and protect. And, and that's one of the things that prevents a lot of people from starting a business because they don't have enough funds. They need to go and borrow money. And then, then that's sometimes they don't even know that their credit is not good until they actually have to ask whether it's a financial organization or somebody else for the money. And then they realize uh, they are not going to be able to do whatever they want to do because they just don't have the information that they needed in order to maintain their credit. So that's a very important part of business, very important part. You don't have to be in business. You have to have good credit for anything. You just to buy a car or whatever else, anything you're going to buy on time, you are going to need good credit. Uh, we just have a couple of moments, a couple of minutes left in this segment. But uh, Timothy, you mentioned, I think, a little a couple of moments ago, FICO. Did you did you is uh, can you tell us what that is, please? Oh, yeah. Well, FICO is basically the brand of scoring model that is used by probably 95% of the financial institutions to qualify uh, people in order to um, to get financing, whether it's purchasing a home, auto, uh, getting credit cards and things like that. They typically use a FICO score. And what the FICO does is takes the, um, you know, your credit profile and they quantify it as far as your uh, credit history into a number and that number typically ranges from 300 to 850 of course you know the higher the number the um, more of a less of a risk you are which you know the better candidate that you are for getting approved for financing so uh yeah fico is, is the major um brand that produces credit scores which most of the financial institutions use okay and Lucia made a great point as well, because Lucia, when you think about it, 
you know, with credit, the thing about credit is not really, you know, it's, it's not really taught in school, right? You really have to, and a lot of people are not aware of it because it's not really, you know, the information in regards to credit is, is there's not a lot of, there's a lot of mystique behind it, right? There's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of correct information to the general public. You really have to do your research in order to find out how the credit system really works. It's starting to get a lot better. They're starting to kind of push financial literacy, but, you know, until recent times, a lot of the credit stuff, I would see it was a mystery. Okay. All right. Excellent explanation. At this point, we will take a break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation with Timothy Sanders. And uh, once again, his, oh, by the way, his website, I don't think I've given it to you yet. So for the first time, it is creditrepairofflorida.com. You spell it all out creditrepairofflorida.com. So you can check it out while we take this quick break and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. the score and want to once again thank you for being with us today and i got lucy polito and myself christopher hart our guest is timothy sanders he's a credit education expert and specialist his website is creditrepairofflorida.com you just spell the whole thing out creditrepairofflorida.com as we went into the break we were talking about the fico score and and the importance uh, or the role it plays in uh, determining your score on credit uh i i take it part of uh, understanding how to help people with their credit is to understand exactly how the FICO score is put together. Uh, was that difficult to find out? Um, that part, I mean, there, there's a, you know, there's a pie chart that, um, you know, that's pretty available where you can see what sort of like the breakdown of a credit score, but there's a lot of nuances in it that you really have to, um, you know, do the research to kind of understand is really not as simplistic as the pie chart shows. But, um, you know, basically, you know, when you break it down, uh, 35% of a credit score is based on payment history. So that has the biggest impact to your credit score. And then, uh, then after that, 30% is based on your available um, credit balances. And that's specifically revolving credit accounts, you know, credit cards, um, you know, lines of credit, um, retail store cards. So, you know, basically, you, you, you know, you want to manage those and the, the, the lower the balances are versus the limits, then the, you know, more positive impact is going to have to credit score and vice versa. Um, after that is the length of credit. So, the, the, you know, the more established your credit profile is, the more typically the stronger your credit score is going to be. And then, um, and that's 15% of your your credit that factors into your credit score. And then after that is your mix of credit. So that's 10% of your credit score based on your mix of credit. So the more diverse your credit profile is, then the stronger your credit score is going to be. And then um, the last thing would be um, inquiries on new credit. So, uh, so you know, whenever you have those uh, applying for stuff will impact or can negatively impact your credit score. So you want to limit the amount of uh, inquiries that you have. 
And as you establish new accounts, you're going to take a bit of a hit on your credit score until you season those accounts. So new accounts will kind of, uh, you know, and that's 10% of your credits that factors into your credit scores, inquiries and new accounts. Okay. The, uh, so obviously you have, a, I guess, a number of different ways then that you can affect that credit score. So what, when somebody comes to you, typically, what is, is there one that you look at first that that one might have the, the most uh, impact immediately? Yeah, but I mean, typically when, you know, when somebody uh, comes to me for a consultation, I do an audit of the credit report. And of course, there's the three credit bureaus. You have Equifax, TransUnion, and then Experian. And all three credit bureaus are equally important. You never really know which credit bureau that a company is going to uh, look at. So it's important to, to focus on all three of them. So, uh, but the thing that um, that I look for initially is going to be um, payment history. Of course, that has the biggest impact. So, you know, if there's uh, late payments on a, uh, can traumatically hurt a credit score and then collections, which typically result from late payments. So, um, yeah, so basically late payments and then collections are the things that um, impact the credit the most. And that, you know, so, and what we look for. You know, once the, once, when we're doing the consultation and the audit. Is that something that can be cleared up quickly? Um, it can be cleared up quickly. Um, late payments, maybe not so much. Late payments can be pretty hit or miss. Uh, some collection accounts, if they're simply challenged, they can come off. I mean, the, you know, when you, the thing about any information on reporting on a credit report can be challenged, right? And um, that information has to be validated, it has to be verified. They have, you know, um, a certain amount of time, 30 to 45 days to verify, to validate it. And if it can't be validated or uh, if the information uh, reporting on the credit report is, is inaccurate, then, um, then it could come off pretty quickly sometimes. Um, that's not always the case, but um, I guess my point is, is that it's possible. So, and my message to, you know, when I'm, when I'm teaching and educating is like, the, you know, before you go and pay off these collection debts and stuff on your credit report, challenge it because um, just because a company um, has acquired a, um, you know, negative account or a collection account doesn't necessarily mean that they have the legal right to collect on that debt just because they've acquired that debt. So hmm. um, I always challenge it first because uh, you'd be surprised. A lot of cases that stuff comes off. Is there such a thing as a statute of limitations, like after 20 years, they drop it anyway or something like that? Yes, there are statute of limitations for um, for. Uh, derogatory stuff on credit reports. So on a collection account, the, the statute of limitations on a collection account is seven years. Now that seven years is from the date of the last payment. So the date that the very last payment was made on that account, um, even if the, the account was sold some years down, down the road, it's still that statute, of, the clock starts ticking. It still goes back to the date, the very last uh, payment that was made on that account. 
And after and seven years from that date, it it has to come off the credit report, um, you know, uh, by the guidelines of the uh, Fair Credit Reporting Act. Um, in, hard inquiries have to come off after two after two years. Hard inquiries have to come off credit reports. Um, and then you have uh, uh, like public record stuff. Um, bankruptcies, bankruptcies, chapter seven bankruptcies come off of a credit report after 10 years. The statute of limitation is 10 years for, uh, you know, for public record stuff. Okay. Uh, excellent. The, you know, this, this all, you know, obviously Lucy, what we're finding out here is most of us already kind of knew is that there's a lot of ins and outs when it comes to credit and it pays to talk with somebody or be educated by somebody who knows those ins and outs, right? Correct. Yes. People need to be educated in reference to the importance of credit. You know, once uh, once you're an adult, you, you first thing you want to go do is probably get a credit card. And uh, obviously, you have to maintain that credit card and make the payments. People need to be educated about the need to pay back on time. Uh, because if you don't pay back on time, uh, you're creating two major problems. One, your, first of all, your credit uh, history is becoming to be damaged somewhat. And the other is you obviously start paying late charges to whoever it is you owe the money to. So you want to be educated about all the, all the things that are involved when you get any kind of credit, whether it be a credit card or whether it be a car or house, whatever it is you're buying on credit. You need to know how that's going to affect you down the road if you don't make your payments promptly. Absolutely. Once again, our guest today, Timothy Sanders. He's a credit education expert and specialist. His website is creditrepairofflorida.com. And you spell all that out, creditrepairofflorida.com. And I notice in your website it is of Florida because uh, the are the credit laws, I, it's my impression that they're different. There's some differences from state to state. Is, is that correct? Um. Generally, you know, most of the credit credit laws are federal, but there are some variations in credit laws that from state to state. So it's definitely um, important to know what the credit laws are as it pertains to, uh, I guess, debt and derogatory stuff on the credit report. But for the most part, as far as uh, what reports on your credit report, what's factored into your credit score, and things of that nature, that that's going to be uh, a you know on a national scale. But there are a few differences in some of the you know protection laws when it comes to your your credit profile and consumer credit report. And of course, Florida has a reputation of being sort of uh, friendly when it comes to that sort of thing. Is that fair? Um, I, 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 well, we have a really, we have a really fair, um, state attorney general who is sort of no, no nonsense with both, um, you know, the debt collectors and the consumers when it comes to, to credit. So I think in my opinion, and I haven't looked at all of the other states' credit laws, but I think we have one of the fairest, um, you know, credit um, 
laws and regulations in the country. When you when you break you know when you break them down and the nuances of them, I think is is really fair. Okay. All right. Very it, good. It makes both accountable. It makes both you know the the, the um, we call them um, um, gosh data data. Ooh. I'm going to blank. Furnishers, data furnishers, people who you know put stuff in the credit report and the consumer. So I think it's it, it makes us both accountable. Okay, data providers, data furnishers. Okay, learning something new here. All right, very good. All right, so we'll take another break here in a moment and come back and continue the conversation with Timothy Saunders Sanders. I'm sorry. And if you would like to seek his services. You can go to creditrepairofflorida.com. Is that the best way to contact you, Timothy? Um, well, actually, the best way would be a phone call. So if you call, um, my number is 407-734-3426. So, um, you know, you call that number, you know, you speak to either myself or, um, or one of my team members. To uh, arrange a free consultation. Consultation is always free. So um, that's the best way to contact. If that's not possible, then of course you can go to the uh, website at creditrepairofflorida.com. Very good. And, and again, it's 407-734-3426. Okay. And we will be right back with more of What's the Score? back and we are what's the score and we want to thank you for telling your friends and family about the show and continue to do that and the audience continues to grow so thank you so much lucy Polito and myself christopher hart here today with our guest timothy sanders he's a credit education expert and specialist you can call him at 407-734-3426 407-734-3426 or go to credit repair of florida.com and you spell all that out credit repair of florida.com I, I want you mentioned the uh, three bureaus credit th- bureaus a little while ago do they share information or do do they get it do they all get it from separate sources um yeah the, the credit bureaus are three separate entities so um for the most part they do not share information um not when it comes to the you know the credit profiles so and, and uh and you have data furnishers who actually report um you know a data furniture can be anyone from a you know a major financial institution to a you know small mom and pop collection agency and typically they they report information to the credit bureaus on a subscription basis so um, so it's not uncommon. A lot of times that there will be variations in the credit scores across the three credit bureaus. Now, typically they're going to be close. Usually they're pretty close in the in the number, but there. But usually there's um, probably ninety percent of the time uh, there's going to be a variation, give or take a few uh, points, because all data furnishers. Are, you know, may not report to all three bureaus. So, uh, so no, that information is is um, reported, supplied on a subscription basis, and they are three separate companies. 
Okay. Uh, you sort of anticipated my next question there uh, about the uh, providers, uh, the furnishers. Um, so um, then now you mentioned the, the, the first thing you would look at is, uh, you know, past, past due payments and the like. What, when someone comes in, uh, just kind of give us a rough idea of how the consultation might proceed. Yeah, so um, you know, so I'm, I'm, you know, we're contacted by a, a consumer or a person looking for some help with their credit. Be it, you know, someone calling Google, someone um, maybe doing a Google search or referred to us by a, a um, home buying professional, friends or family. But the first thing we do on the consultation side of it is we, uh, you know, we we use a credit monitoring service that's going to allow us to look at all three of the credit bureaus and give us the credit scores. So we pull the credit scores, um, we take a look at it, and again, we do a very thorough audit of the credit report. Um, and the way that, and sort of like going down the line, the way that the way credit reports are typically constructed, they start with personal information. So we make sure that personal information is accurate and consistent. And then from there, um, you know, usually we get into the, the, um, the account summaries and we look at the accounts and see how they're reporting. If it's a derogatory account, which means that it either has a uh, late payment history on it, either uh, it's in collections or it could be, um, you know, with high uh, account balances, things of that nature. So we, we identify what's having a negative impact on the credit report. Um, and then we scroll down to the um, public record side of it. And, um, you know, right now, the only public record that, that appears on credit reports now is bankruptcy. A few years ago, uh, as of a few years ago, they stopped reporting um, liens and judgments and things like that. So you don't see that type of stuff on there anymore. But then we look, but we go into the public record section and look for a, um, you know, uh, bankruptcies and to, to see how that stuff is being reported. We look at it, we see, you know, we, we identify exactly uh, the way it's reported, if it's uh, the accuracy in which it reported the consistency. Um, in some cases, we find violations on credit reports. So um, there's, a, you know, it's not uncommon for us to find a, a, a violation in which something is being reported, you know, either inaccurately, if there's like a duplicate um, account, or if the uh, reporting that report dates are or or not right or not um, matching and things like that. So there's been some cases where we referred them out to consumers' attorneys and got our clients settlements by identifying those um, those uh, violations. So during the audit, we're looking for things like that that we can leverage to help the client. Um, you know, get the things off of the credit report. And the other thing too, um, and it's not just about, you know, what's on the credit report. Sometimes sometimes what's not on the credit report can be hurting the credit score, right? Because if someone doesn't have um, um, enough revolving credit accounts, enough credit accounts, that could be hurting the credit score. So if that's the case, then we make recommendations on things that, um, you know, the, the individual can add to the credit report to boost up the credit score. So, you know, we're looking for that thing. We, we develop an action plan and then um, and then we go to work on their behalf. We do the pretty much, you know, most of the heavy lifting. We instruct 
dispute letters, we draft them, we send them to the creditors, credit bureaus, third party debt collectors on behalf of the a consumer. And, um, you know, we challenge that information that, that may not be correct or, or reporting accurately. Lucy, did you have a question here? Yeah, I, I was just wondering, when you are looking at uh, a client's uh, accounts, I wonder if you uh, also encounter, uh, possibly are able to help people uh, if they have several items that are past due or something, maybe what they need is some financial, uh, in, well, uh, financial help, if you will, in telling them which are the most important ones they need to pay first or that kind of guidance. Do you give any guidance when these people come and, and they have several things that are past due and they don't know which one to attack first? So do you provide them with that kind of help? Um. That's a good question. And that's that's sort of, um, Lucia, kind of going outside of our expertise when it comes to the credit repair side of it, right? That's more like a, um, that's more like a uh, debt, I guess, sort of like a debt specialist. And um, yeah, I mean, of course, you know, we do make recommendations, but um, if, there's some accounts, Lucia, that has high balances that that's hurting their credit report. We certainly advise them to pay those balances down. And a lot of in a lot of cases, that you know pretty much does the trick, right? Because we if if we have someone that's coming to us and you know they may have a 620 credit score, they need a 650 to get qualified to pay a loan, and they have uh, some high credit card balances. In a lot of cases, just by paying those. Um, credit card balances down, that could be enough to get their credit scores over the top to where it uh, they can get qualified, you know, to purchase their loan. But if it's a matter of uh, someone just being in severe, heavy debt that um, is sort of like spiraled out of control, then, you know, that's a whole different, um, you know, sort of like us, that's a whole different service. And that's more like a you know financial um, coaching type of service. Okay, excellent. Once again, our guest Timothy Sanders, and you can contact him. His phone number four zero seven seven three four three four two six four zero seven seven three four three four two six or at creditrepairofflorida.com, dot of florida.com is there a difference between clearing up your credit and rebuilding it sounds like there kind of is but is there yes um rebuilding credit is more of maybe adding things to your credit report paying some account you know balances and things like that down so that's more on the rebuilding side of it just making sure that you have and i you know we talked about what goes and what factors into a credit score. And, um, you know, we mentioned credit mix being one of the things. So uh, someone that's, rebu that's rebuilding a credit score, let's say, you know, someone's been through bankruptcy and had all of their debt wiped out and now they're trying to build up their score, then it may be uh, a matter of adding some credit accounts to a uh, to your credit profile in order to start start building up that score. In that case, I typically um, refer those clients to their 
uh, bankers, and I'll advise them, hey, find you a, a consumer-friendly bank that offers credit-building products, and maybe add, um, a lot of times these banks will have secured credit cards if they can't quite qualify for a non-secured card. And the difference between a non-secured card and a secured card, of course, a non-secured is one that, um, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to secure it with any of your money in order to get the, uh, obtain the credit. A secured card is when you have to put, uh, secure it with your own money and then you're um, approved for that amount of credit. So for instance, you know, you, you a $500 limit credit card, which you had to put $500 of your money down, then that's a secured account. But um, then, the, you know, then you want to start establishing those, those credit accounts, adding those credit accounts. Uh, there's some companies out there that actually report um, rent payment history. So that may, that's, uh, you know, something that we may recommend and again, we'll send make sure that they go to their uh, send them to their banker first to find out what credit building building products that banks may offer. Okay, okay. When we come back, we'll talk to Timothy Sanders about what to avoid. What because there's a lot of people out there that tell you they they can help you out on your credit, but they end up just taking your money too, so and not really helping you. So uh, Timothy's going to tell us to watch out to what to what to what to what to watch out for. <laughs> All right. So Timothy Sanders. Let's see, creditrepairofflorida.com, creditrepairofflorida.com, 407-734-3426. And don't forget to go to orlando.score.org, sign up for the excellent newsletter there, orlando.score.org, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Welcome back to What's the Score? Thanks again for tuning in. Christopher Hart here, Lucy Polito, our guest today, Timothy Sanders of CreditRepairOfFlorida.com. We get back to that conversation, though, just like to remind you that a lot of people listen to this show and get a lot of great information. And if you have a business, you can be doing the same thing via radio. And now with Salem Surround here, Salem Media Group can help you integrate your radio voice with your Internet voice. All you have to do is contact them to find out how. You can do that by going to surroundorlando.com, surroundorlando.com, or you can call them right here at 407-618-1760. With great stations, powerful signals, they can really blast your voice or your message all across Central Florida, ladies and gentlemen, and help you reach a mass audience. And as I said, they can also now integrate it with your Internet presence, your social media presence as well. And these social media experts, they live here. They're experts, though. They know their way around the World Wide Web, and they can certainly take care of you, and they do respond when you need help. 407-618-1760 or go to surroundorlando.com. Okay, back to Timothy Sanders. So, Timothy, you know, you know there's a lot of these people out there that, that say they can help you with your credit. They take your money. They do a few things, and then they leave you hanging. What should people watch out for? Yeah, well, uh, unfortunately, you know, in this this business can be synonymous with, with scams. So there's a lot of people uh, that you know out there that that claim to be helping folks with their credit, and they're they're really not. Um, but I think there's a, in a lot of cases, it's not necessarily because they set out to scam. 
is because a lot of, in a lot of cases, they just don't, they haven't done the work to really educate themselves and understand how it works. And then, um, and it feels scamish because, you know, someone's paying their hard earned money to get some results and, and improvement on their credit score and they're not getting those results. It's because, you know, a lot of times because this person has, you know, they, they, they hit that wall and they don't know how to, um, put the, put a, an aggressive plan together to get the results that they need or to leverage the laws and the regulations to, to help get some of those difficult, uh, items off of a credit report. So, um, they typically you want to, the, you, you want to make sure there's some things that, um, to look out for anybody that's collecting upfront up fees, I would definitely say, um, you know, be careful with that because there's laws and regulation that govern the, this industry, the credit repair industry. So the, the Credit Repair Organizational Act establishes how um, credit repair companies should operate. And one of the things that um, is not allowed is the, you know, to collect fees before you actually perform a service. So uh, I hear a lot of cases where someone, you know, they'll pay $1,200, $1,500 up front. And a lot of times pretty expensive. And, um, you know, these companies are not supposed to be taking that, that type of money up front. Um, so that's one thing to look out for. Any, any company that's promising, um, you know, these really extravagant results in a short amount of time, that's typically a sign of a, of a you know, someone that's potentially can be a scammer, right? Because uh, really you're really at the mercy of the credit bureaus. They're the only ones who have the, the the power to take stuff off of a credit report. So no one can say for certain that, hey, I can guarantee you that I can get this taken off of your credit report, or I can guarantee you that, you know, you're going to get 100 points in, you know, 30 days or two weeks or whatever the case may be. So anybody uh, offering those um, really, you know, those, those guarantees that way, that could be something that really that that could definitely be a red flag in that case yeah. and uh you know again those upfront fees so yeah. that's the main thing to watch out for and then and, and the other thing too is is the transparency so when you're working um and there's a lot of good companies out there and just uh, you know and, but when you're working with a company like mine which we try to make sure that we're transparent um there's a you know we we have a portal that our clients can log into to check their progress as we're working on the credit. We send them um, progress reports every 30 days. We're here to answer their calls whenever they uh, have any questions or concerns. Um, so things like that, um, you, you know, you have to make sure that that type of stuff is included in the service. You want to make sure that there's a contract. So um, that's one of the other things that are required through the uh, credit reporting credit um, repair organizational acts, you have to have a contract that's going to spell out the terms of the service. So, uh, so, so yeah, so those are the things that, that, uh, you know, want to look out for some of the, some of the um, things to watch out for and things that we should be included in credit repair service. You know, it's important, uh, Lucy, uh, uh, let's see, she stepped away for a moment. Well, I tell you what, uh, when people go to your website, do you have uh, like a, uh, a blog there? Uh, uh, I understand you have an ebook. What will people find at your website, Timothy? 
Um, yes, I do have a blog. I do um, just about every uh, bi-monthly. We will post some ads, um, uh, some articles that we share. We have a, um, you know, they can sign up for the, um, to get on our email list. We send out uh, emails uh, once a month, just kind of sharing some information, um, some, some tips on, uh, you know, better credit, also industry news, any type of new laws and regulations and things like that that are coming out. We try to make sure that our, um, you know, our, our network and contacts are, are stay updated on that type of stuff. And of course, uh, just like you mentioned, um, I do have an ebook that I wrote about six months ago is understanding your credit score. And so with that, it's, it's a you know pretty succinct book that we dive into. Um, we talked about, you know, the things that go into a credit score. Uh, we talked about some of the laws and the regulations um, and some of the consumer rights as far as uh, credit. So we, we educate and we talk about the um, sort of breakdown, a lot of the things in detail in regards to personal consumer credit. And uh, we even mentioned some of the other um, uh, consumer credit um, uh, consumer reports out there as well. So yeah, so they can go in. Um, the ebook is on uh, Amazon Kindle. So they can go in, uh, order that book, uh, get a part, get on the email list. And also uh, they can definitely check out the blogs. Um, they can also connect with me on the social profiles. So I'm in uh, LinkedIn, Credit Repair Florida, uh, YouTube, Credit Repair Florida, um, uh, Twitter, um, Credit Repair Florida, Instagram as well, which is uh, it's going to be in the thought, you know, it's going to be Credit Repair Florida. Just okay. do a search on those platforms they can find. Lucy, we just have a few moments left. Any comments or questions before we let Timothy go? Lucy? Uh, yeah, I the, just something just popped in my head. Do you only work with uh, uh, individuals or do you also handle uh, problems that companies may have? In the days that I, when I used to work in the credit world, uh, you know, there were different organizations that handled the than individuals and then organizations that handled uh, businesses. So do you work with that also with the businesses, small businesses, let's say, who uh, have taken out credit under the name of the business? Um, not, not necessarily. I, I specifically focus on consumer credit, Lucia. So business credit is a totally different animal. <laughs> it's completely different yeah. laws and regulations. And um, there's definitely a huge need for it. More and more people are becoming, you know, entrepreneurs and and getting into you know business credit and things like that. But what I what if, you know obviously you know business credit is typically based on your consumer credit initially. So um, you have to um, you you when when you're getting obtaining business credit accounts, you're gonna have to be the personal guarantor in the beginning until you can build up to the point where you no longer um, have to be that personal guarantor. But, um, but I mainly focus on consumer credit at, at this point. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, any last uh, tips in the last minute or so we have here? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, credit and just like, uh, Lucia was talking about it. It's it's so important, 
you know, to the, uh, you know, daily, daily lives for the most part. It's so valuable. And I always tell people, look, I, I take an 850 credit score of $100,000 cash any day, right? Because um, you can leverage a high credit score to really, really um, obtain and build your, you know, be it business or personal portfolio by leveraging and getting finances and things like that. And now, and I always say that um, you really want to um, protect and take care of your credit because you don't, you never know when that once in a lifetime opportunity is going to present itself, right? And you don't want your credit being the reason that you're not, especially if you're going into business, you don't want your credit to be the reason why you can't take advantage of that um, great opportunity. So it's very important to protect your credit um, at all costs um, and never ever, <laughs> um, you know, co-sign, right? Because, mm. you know, when you co-sign, it's really, you really, that there's two people that are actually signed. They, they call it co-sign because it's a, you know, cute little buzzword, but there's no such <laughs> thing really as a co-sign. <laughs> That's you right. Know, you just got two people at a signing, right? Right. So uh, I guess, you know, in some some scenarios, of course, you know, that that may be necessary, but I, I would definitely um, just, you know, protect your credit at all costs. And, and again, negative information on your credit report, just because it's being, um, you know, a company has obtained your debt or just because it's something derogatory is being reported on your credit report doesn't mean um, that uh, it's being legally reported and always challenge it okay. before you go out All right. and get into some type of agreement. Well, Timothy, thank you so much. It's been very educational. We will have to leave it there for today. So that's all for What's the Score? Until next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.